0: Welcome to our second CPW podcast episode. Today I will be discussing the manufacturing process and the different types of plasterboard currently available. Ceiling and Partition Warehouse was established in April 2002 by Tom Bunch, James Jennings, St. Cobain and other minority shareholders. Tom Bunch and James Jennings were well-experienced in the ceiling and partition industry, having started and grown Insulations Unlimited, which became Max Interior Systems, then Lafarge Gypsum, now Marley Building Systems. Their experience and expertise allowed CPW to flourish and grow exponentially since its inception. CPW has six branches in South Africa, with our head office situated in Dower Glen, Johannesburg. Location of the other branches include Cape Town, Bloemfontein, Alrode, Road, Weinberg, Stratum Park and Montana. The manufacturing process of gypsum plasterboard Gypsum crystals are mined and crushed into gypsum powder which is used to manufacture products containing natural gypsum. In some cases, phosphogypsum may be used in the manufacturing process. This is a by-product from the agricultural industry. Other materials can be added to the gypsum mix when manufacturing plasterboard to achieve a specific performance criteria for example, vermiculite or perlite particles, fibres, silicone, etc. The manufacturing process begins with calcination. Calcination is where the crushed gypsum is exposed to high temperatures while being aerated in a rotating drum. Certain additives are then mixed in with the compound and a slurry is formed by using water and other additives. The slurry is then deposited onto the backing paper and covered with the face paper via a conveyor belt. Adjustable edge rollers control the look of the edges and tapers. By the time the product reaches the end of the conveyor belt, it has hardened enough to be cut into suitable lengths. Printing on the paper is also done at this stage. Once the boards have been cut, they are transferred to large ovens where they are dried out at a certain temperature for a certain amount of time to ensure correct core hardness and paper to core bond. It is important that the boards are not dried out in the ovens too much. Once the boards are removed from the ovens, they are packed in suitable amounts onto pallets and stored ready for use. Quality control procedures are implemented during various phases of the manufacturing process to ensure that quality defects are detected and affected stock is removed. Types of plasterboard Plasterboards consist of a paper backing, gypsum core and paper facing. The paper backing is brown in color, while the paper face may be of different colors and weights, depending on the performance requirements of the board. Most, if not all, standard plasterboard available has an ivory-colored paper face. Standard plasterboard thickness ranges from 6.4 mm to 12.5 mm, depending on the manufacturer. This is the most commonly used board in ceilings and partitions applications. Gypsum board less than 12 mm thick is not recommended for use in drywall partitions. Fire resistant plaster boards are used in fire rated ceiling and partition systems. The board on its own is not fire rated, but rather the use of it contributes to the fire rating of a system. These boards are typically covered with pink face paper and are available in 12.5mm and 15mm thicknesses. Additional vermiculite or perlite particles and glass fibres are added to the core to increase structural integrity and durability when exposed to fire. Moisture-resistant plasterboard has a green paper facing and is available in 12.5mm and 15mm thicknesses. The paper face has a waxy layer and the core has added silicone to add to the moisture resistance. It is typically used in areas that would have a higher risk of water exposure, such as bathrooms. When used in drywall partition applications, it is good practice to install the board at least 10mm off the floor and seal with an appropriate sealant. Plaster board, such as Duraline board, is designed with additional durability in mind. The core has a higher density than other boards and contains vermiculite or perlite particles and glass fibers. The paper facing is yellow and the board is available in a 15mm thickness. This board is most commonly used in high traffic areas such as hospitals and corridors that require a greater impact resistance. Plaster board designed for acoustic performance may be used in sealing or drywall partition applications. For ceilings, one would use a perforated plasterboard for higher sound absorption. These perforated boards normally have a tissue backing to prevent dust passing through and are available in a 12.5 millimeter thickness. Perforations are available in various designs and the face paper is ivory in colour. Acoustic plasterboard used in drywall partitions increases the weighted sound index decibel rating. The board on its own does not contribute substantially to reduced sound transfer, but when using these boards in specified systems, the acoustic performance increases. These boards are solid and have a higher density than standard plaster boards. They are covered with a purple paper facing and are available in 12.5 and 15 mm thicknesses. High strength plaster board, such as Habito board, is used in areas that require support for fixtures and fittings. These boards have a much higher density compared to other boards, and noggin support is not required with the system. Their paper facing is ivory in colour, and these boards are available in a 12.5mm thickness. It allows for flexibility in a space in that one can change the position of fixtures easily. With the variety of plasterboard available today, there are many alternatives to traditional building methods for the built environment that are time and cost efficient. Please feel free to contact us at CPW on 010-601-6128 for more information. Thank you for your time. I hope you enjoyed this episode.